If you have a business, you need a website. What's the best way to get a website up and running? Choose a website hosting company that makes it simple, like Pair Networks. Pair has over 20 years of experience managing the entire digital ecosystem for thousands of online businesses all around the world. Pair makes it easy for you with do-it-yourself website building tools and features, including simple drag and drop page design. And they have guaranteed US-based support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Right now, when you sign up with Pair Networks, you'll receive one free month of web hosting. See for yourself how easy it is to build your website for free. Visit pair.com slash free to get your first month of website hosting for free by using the code QUICKSTART. That's pair.com slash free. Promo QUICKSTART to get started today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sufficiently Black, the podcast that explores what it means to be comfortable in your blackness. I'm Amari Pollard, one of your hosts, here with Kia Swinton and Janai. I, I, okay, (laughs) y'all. What? Hey. (laughs) Continue. Tell them. Tell them, Amari. Tell them. Tell them about Sufficiently Black. Y'all, if you didn't already know, we got a Discord. Please get in there and chat with us. Also, you can talk to us all across social media (laughs) at SufficientlyBLK. Why are we laughing? That was not uh, convincing at all. It was like, hi, I have Discord. Please join Discord. (laughs) I'm laughing because I am delirious. And it was funny to me. Continue, Omari. Don't yeah. let us keep spitting your you. bars. Keep spitting. Come on, come on, girl. Come on. Remember, y'all, we have a Discord. It's really great in there. We're always having these great conversations. So please don't be afraid to join in with us. And if you want, you can also talk to us across all social platforms at sufficiently BLK. We've also, not some new news, we have partnered with Clever.fm to take this community to the next level. Here, we can have discussions about topics at specific points in the episode. You can also create audiograms and share snippets of your favorite segments to spread the love and help Sufficiently Black reach more people. Check it out at Clever.fm. So y'all, what's new? Besides it being late on a Tuesday and tired. <laughs> Going up. On a Tuesday. Um, Loving yeah, <laughs> and on a shady Tuesday. Hey, throw it back Forgot to college. About that song. What's hey. new? I have strong Nigerian genetics. Um, <laughs> That's not new thing. and it's also false. It's not false, Kia. I don't know why you're being a hater. I'm not. Bitch, I'm 41% Nigerian. What's up? Gang, gang. My name and is I'm African. The- what's, let's go. Is it? <laughs> Nakia, yes. Nakia and Black Panther. What? What language what? is that? Kia, what language it's is it? It's from the country of Ghana. First daughter. What's good? And okay. also an Egyptian. It means pure. Um, okay. Pure. She knows pure. Like I'm pure. Pure. Like, like oh pure. Like yeah. I thought you said pure. Like a pure. I was like okay. I don't know it's why you bring that accent. energy to. I a, am a, a Black accent. American, so that is how we. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about the weird things black Americans say real quick? For example, 
for example, my mother, we always make fun of her for this, but she Does says. Does she say Ara? No. She okay. says water yeah. instead of water. She says water. She says Soder. cheer instead of chair. Steers oh. instead of stairs. She just looked to say ear. Yeah. <laughs> my family is, is more of like the R. Like they're always like Soder. Yeah, Soder. Ara, um, Wait, I don't know. Is, is, this, is this a black American thing or just like a geographical thing? It could be uh, a geographical It could be a geographical thing. thing. Could be geography. It's could definitely geography. The, the North Carolina roots because it's that side that says that. And they also wait, can't wait. say anyone's name right. I know that's definitely black American. Yeah. <laughs> that's yes. just black people. <laughs> that's black people. It could be I the easiest like... name and they'd be like, can't get it. <laughs> I don't know what's up. <laughs> My dad hasn't done it in a while, but he is captain of doing that. You tell him somebody's name and he is going to, it seems like almost purposefully mispronounce it. It's actually, what's crazy is that it's not even on purpose. I can hear them trying and they just can't get there. Like they can't oh. do it. Like if you had a gun to their head, they're just like, I just, it's not. I can't not working out but i kind of like that because you know uh put some put some disrespect on those european names because everybody be saying that shit real easy but they always it's have not hard... it's not easy. any I, I feel like irish names are the first easiest thing to put an example to like searsha i don't know um, what that is siobhan have you ever seen those? Oh names yeah, that was my, oh, my yeah. best friend's name, S I O B H A I. I used to say Siobhan. Yeah, Siobhan. Yeah, that was her that, name. That's so. That's such a good point. Growing up, you'd have kids. Their last name is some German or Polish name that has every letter of the goddamn alphabet and five W's in it, and your white teacher can say it flawlessly. And then give me a Jamila, Jamika, uh, uh, Kim Nam June. Can't get it right. They can't get it right. They will I mean, be... honestly, my teachers used to mess up my name, too. And I was kind of like, if you can't get my name right, you just. They'd mess up my name, too, actually. Like, I don't know what you're doing. How would they say your name? I'm so curious. Amorai. <laughs> Amorai. Um, Mary. <laughs> Imari. That's good. <laughs> It's almost like you're trying to be stupid. That's when I get offended. Like, yeah. bro, I know. I know you're just trying at this point. I would get Janie. Janae. Really? Uh, easy. That sounds like some Forrest Gump. Janae. I know. Janae. I know. Doesn't it, though? Um, I think my name is easy, too. So I'm a little unsure. But... I thought my name was easy, but I, that's why I just started going by Kia because I was sick of people fucking butchering it. How oh, can sad. people butcher Nakia? Oh, I, it literally got to the point where I was like, I'm going to go by Kia. That is why I go by Kia. What I mean, I like say? my name. Girl, I don't know. Nakia, Nakia, <laughs> Nakia. Like any any way you can. If you can say it. Nokia, you can say Nakia. Exactly. You would think that people would get it together, you know, but no. And I and it got to the point where I was just annoyed at people butchering it. So I was like, let me just cut it down. But looking back, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to. It's not like I don't like my name. I love my name. It was just like if people are going to constantly disrespect it. It's almost like protecting it from people disrespecting my name. It's kind of how I looked at it. Mm. Um. Names are important, I think, all around. I feel like nowadays we, I think we're, like, seeing also this, like, influx of um, 
I know, like, you know, like, uh, a lot of immigrants have, like, along the line changed their names just to, like, you know. Assimilate with white culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of, like, we're in this inflection point where a lot of people are, like, reclaiming my name where it's, like, I loved it when, um, um, never mind. Uh, but like <laughs> I can't remember my thought but like I think people are saying like mm. if you can put energy into saying all these other hard things you can put the same energy into saying my name say it correctly yeah very at true. least try very like true. Destiny's Child said say my name say my, say my, my name when no one's around you I'm like, gonna lie. I love you let's go <laughs> when you said your your family can't say name rights um people's names right and that if there was a gun to the head they still wouldn't say it and I just imagine someone holding a gun to someone's head and saying say my name say my name <laughs> <laughs> that could be another sketch I feel like with kind of like Black Jeopardy on SNL it's like black people <laughs> saying names and you're just like, I don't know. <laughs> Can't get it. <laughs> I love you, black people. What's up? Yeah. So based on this conversation, you may think that we're going to talk about names today. Psych. Got him. <laughs> what we talking about today, Amari? Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. No. Okay. So, guys, we don't know about you, but growing up and, like, throughout adulthood, we've gotten... Uh, the comment that like you look like well everyone but Janae. I was about um, to say I have not gotten that comment. <laughs> everyone but so. Janae <laughs> in the comment that you look like you date white people. Um, so we thought it would be interesting to uh, bring along, uh, bring on a friend of the podcast, Crystal Lynn, to just like talk about who has also received this comment to talk about um, like the first time we received this comment, how it made us feel, why we think people say stuff like ignorant stuff like that and kind of like break it down um and that was a really great conversation so i'm excited for everyone to listen to it and hear it yeah that's great i think we got two bangers in a row well every show is a banger but really two extra bangers in a row hell yeah (laughs) well all right We are joined today by Crystalyn. Uh, for y'all who don't know, Chris has actually been with us from the beginning of the podcast. He's seen it from the ground up, mainly because I just told him all the business that was happening. Um, we met back in New York, um, but I feel really glad that we got to bring him on the show because I feel like Chris is probably like the first original, like one of the first original So Called Oreos, May So Called Oreos, West in Peace. Um fan uh, so welcome to the show chris we're so happy to have you on you know i was trying to find that out are we still called oreos or can we still go well i i know like not the brand but like is that still like the noun like i think i think like if you're here from the beginning like you can always be a so-called oreo like i think that will never change even as the name changes otherwise you would just be like blacks <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i don't know what else to call people who listen to just officially black just like blacks but um i like words. i am sufficient <laughs> yes you are sufficient you are mm. sufficient that works the hashtag that works <laughs> um yeah uh it's funny i was telling my dad the other day that i was going to do some uh, sufficiently black stuff and he's like i'm not gonna lie mari i miss so-called oreos he's like it was just so good and i was like my I dad know, says the opposite <laughs> my dad was like i love sufficiently black names so that's interesting that your dad likes the so-called my Oreos boyfriend thing. feels the same way as your dad though so it's interesting to see we should do a poll 
like we how people feel that'd be fun yeah oh it's it's funny i actually said my boyfriend and he immediately started calling me um, oh my god telekinesis he can sense it i am not used to omari having a boyfriend so when you said my boyfriend my eyebrows hit the sky bitch i am not used to omari being like my boyfriend <laughs> i have a boyfriend wow. happy to see it happy to see it I have a boyfriend. My boyfriend called me. <laughs> okay, on to the next. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it kind of works because today's episode is about dating. Um, and this is why we brought Chris on because we were just like really curious about this thing that people have said to us. And I know to Chris in the past, it's like, you look like you date white people. Um, so we want to break down that um, assumption and just like, chit chat about it um so chris do you remember the first time someone has ever said that to you this might have been the first time i know it's at least had the most impact but there was this one girl i remember i totally had a crush on her in high school we hung out all the time um we competed in academics and did a whole bunch of cool stuff together went to college she went her way i went my way fast forward like what five years and we both reveal that we had crushes to each other. Why did I never go act on that crush? I still don't remember. Why did she never act on that crush? She thought I wasn't into black girls. For some reason, she thought I was into white girls, even though I don't think I've known a white person up to that point. Like, I met white people in college. Like, white people was just people that I saw in movies until college, yo. So. <laughs> Where did you grow up, Chris, to have never, like, really been around white people like that? East Flatbush, Brooklyn, which is oh. as Caribbean as it can get. If your parents aren't letting you take the train too far, like, you're only going to see your own kind. The only question that you ask another person is, like, hey, what island are you from? So... Wait, so what island are you from? Because I don't know. <laughs> I see Haiti all day, you know. Oh, we got a Haitian man on here. Okay, I say that because I'd be, I'm not going to lie, I'd be bashing Haitians even though I have friends um, from Haiti. But I don't know. <laughs> Let's be honest. I must have missed those episodes. be bashing people just all over. <laughs> I do be bashing everyone, so don't take it personally. Shout out to Jerry, who's also Haitian. Gang gang, also from Brooklyn, also in Flatbush as we speak. Um, <laughs> That's where we all spawn oh, from. Damn, tell tell everybody Jerry's location. <laughs> Listen, Jerry is single now. If y'all want a Haitian man, <laughs> you can hit him up. But nah, yo, like honestly, yeah, I just never like there were no white people in my schools. There were no white people in my daycares. Um, all of my teachers that were white, I just kind of thought they were Latino. Like, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's wild, but it's the truth. Like, I didn't know. I, I think there was only one, one teacher that I knew was, like, possibly white. Her name was Sokolova, and she had, like, one of those, like, Eastern European accents. And that was the only one that I was, like, able to identify. But definitely none of my peers. Wow. To the effect that, like, you know, I'd understand if, like, oh, you only hang out with white girls, so maybe that must be your... But I... Where do you get this idea from? Yeah, did you ask her that? Like, where did 
do you get that idea from? Because I feel like people would maybe ask that of someone who, like, the Oreo complex, as we describe in the show, like, someone who grew up around white people maybe talk a certain way because they're around white people and their friends are white and they only see them white people, but your experience is really unique because you said, like, the exact opposite of all that? The weird thing about it is that, like, I was annoyed that she said it, but it wasn't, it didn't, for some reason, like, I wasn't on guard about it, because I've heard or, like, felt similar rhetoric before. Throughout the whole, oh, you talk white, you speak white, why don't you do X, Y, and Z, or why are you like X, Y, and Z? Yeah, there, there needs to be some internal reflection. I feel like me now would have been like, hey, what the hell did you mean by that? But, like, I was just, yeah, at the time that she said that, I was just like, wait, but I've never hung out with white people. Where did you get that idea? And then instantly went to the next beat of the conversation. So it didn't hit me hard enough. Like, it had to, like, simmer a little. Like, wait, something's wrong with that. <laughs> so I'm guessing you guys never dated? No. Uh, <laughs> and I was thinking about that today, too. Like, I would love to go back and ask her that question. It would be cool if she listened to this podcast and was like, oh, I remember that. But um, now nah, we, we're, we're not cool. Um, so, <laughs> um, I'm so curious know. when you because because you said that you kind of now you realize that that wasn't like a cool statement of her to make. When you were reflecting on it later, what were the feelings there? Did you feel hurt? Did you feel rejected? Did it make you question your own blackness? Like, what were the feelings there? It didn't make me question my own blackness. It did make me wonder why or how or what kind of thing am I giving off that makes people think that? Um, I've had some exes that have said similar things too. And like, so I guess like just adding on to that. And I think it's just that I, or at least what I boiled it down to is that I grew up in a place where everybody kind of acted or did a certain thing. And if you didn't, if you didn't follow those same behaviors, you were either thought of to be as maybe he's like trying to be something else or maybe he thinks he's better than us or some type of like something of that sort. Like I thought it was more people kind of knocking on themselves versus it being me. Um, so I guess I deflected all of that. I feel like, or at least I'm hoping that people get that a lot less today, like not our generation, but the generation after, since more alternative ideas are acceptable. I, I work at a, well, I work with high schools and I see kids all the time who are like into the same things that I was into. Like, I feel like me being in high school and liking anime was one of the things that made people think, oh, okay, so he must be into other races or dating other groups because I was learning Japanese, oh, he must be into other groups, or because I was doing whatever, versus now it's mainstream to like comic books and superheroes and all that other stuff. Like, in fact, black culture took it over, which is even better. <laughs> um, I think black culture has always been tied, or not 
Tide is too strong of a word, but black people have always loved anime. Always. Always, always, always. Interestingly, like, I feel like, yes, black people have always loved anime, but where I grew up, if you liked anime, people always used to ask you, what is wrong with you? Oh, shit. So they would, like, if you came into school with a Naruto headband, they'd smack it off your head and just <laughs> Oh, my it. gosh. Like, <laughs> like, it was horrid because, you know, that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be tougher. You're supposed to be manly. You're supposed to do all this other stuff. You can't be, like, I don't know. You can't be watching Dragon Ball Z. I think everybody, like, I, I say this a lot. Like, I feel like a lot of the people I grew up with were, like, in the closet about anime or mm -hmm. picked it up later and then found out this was the dopest shit. <laughs> so now they're the main ones on Facebook with like the Akatsuki robe and they're going way harder than I ever did. I can definitely say I have two points. With anime, I think, cause I watch anime my entire childhood. My brother was a huge fan of anime and my older cousins introduced it to us. So since I was a kid, I was watching anime. Um, and I do agree with you that now it's mainstream and it's cool to like these things. So now everyone's like, wee, I like anime. Ah, when it's like, all right, girl, where you been? Um, but I do think that back in the day, I know going to a white school, it was like the goth kids that out and proudly proclaimed their love for anime. And they were labeled as the weirdos, not simply because they liked anime, but because they would also like hiss at you if you said something to them. So it was just like a weird um, thing. And then anime got Jenny caught up in that. describing a scene well, like some weird teen movie. Like, like I'm so I, serious. I think that's so interesting because I personally have never, I've just never found myself like gravitating towards anime but I remember there was a period of like a couple years where I used to go to this like daycare after school and like all the people would put on was like Dragon Ball Z and I felt like I had to like run away like in the house to get like away from it and it was just like everywhere it was like everyone it's it was like open and I felt like I was weird for not liking it um I feel like it definitely depends on like where you grow up though and the people that you're around because I do feel with blackness because I, I felt this growing up too that the rare moments I was surrounded by black kids I was looked at as weird or different if I liked anything that wasn't stereotypically black and anime did not fit in that box and I think Chris back to your point of feeling like you don't fit in because you you don't like the certain things that that black men are supposed to like i think blackness is hyper masculinized and i feel that when you don't fit into that hyper masculine uh cardboard cutout then people just assume that you're feminine which blackness is never feminized even black women are hyper masculine masculinized masculine you know what i'm trying to say with these big words um, so I think that because you liked other things and because you spoke properly, people didn't regard you as a black man, which is ridiculous, ridiculous, terrible, terrible, terrible. And I think that that's why a lot of people were like, oh, he dates white girls because he speaks properly and he doesn't like what black men are supposed to like. Um, so Chris, you mentioned that, um, 
like you got these I guess like stereotypes like Janae said um, because like you weren't into like the things that I guess most of the black men at your school were into can you name like some of those things like I know you mentioned anime but is there like anything else that like people in... oh other things yeah that... um let me see and like while asking your question something else that I just thought of too is for maybe a split second or maybe a few days um, to go back to Janae's question on like how I felt. Um, there might've been a day or two that I might've like asked myself if I'm that guy that's in that meme where it's like white guy says, I can't be racist. I have black friends. And then it's the black friend just imagining myself like, the emo bang and like <laughs> is this how they see me <laughs> like, am i that guy who gives away the pass am, am i that guy um but okay so other things that i was into um other things that i was into well i was really into like disney channel so like i knew a lot of like the camp rock songs and stuff like that, that camp rock most people we rock, didn't know, we rock know. come on <laughs> That shit was awesome. They were confused. They sh they've got to make another one. Um, but yeah, like I was into the Disney. I was into, um, I played guitar. So that was an extension of that. Um, made a whole music club, had a Japanese club. Um, I was really hard into STEM. So I did a lot of um, stayed after school and did things like robotics. I did film. I did photography. And yeah, I tended to be, um, I might be jumping questions here, but I tended to be the only guy in all of those groups. <laughs> or at the very least, um, when it came to music, the only straight guy, um, like for the guitar club and things like that. So I do think I see some of what it was with being D, like, these things for some reason not being masculine or not being seen as masculine because of the people that were in it or the audience that it had or that you know it didn't have to do with I was always like um not knowing what the latest music was or I never went to whatever party was going on I had a curfew that was six o'clock you know I had to oh damn pick and choose my battles there S yeah six o'clock Christian parents strict yes <laughs> so yeah I'm always going to be off culture you know but what could I do I could go home and watch anime I could go home practice guitar and then come back with those skills the next day like these were the outlets that I had to express myself you know I mean I think it really just like speaks to the issue that like America and society has as a whole is that like we racialize things that should not be racialized and we gender things that should not be gendered and so it's like how is it that being in photography is associated with whiteness how is it that um like playing the guitar I'm like so confused um so I really think that's like the the broader issue and like theme and I just want to know like how those like how such like generic things become like oh only white people do that and I don't think it's something that like obviously I'm not saying that's something that comes from black people um I'm like I think that's something that's was brought like we were kind of like I don't know 
brainwashed. Yeah, ex- yeah. I feel like it was presented that this is what you do and this is what you don't do, and so there's some of us who still subscribe to that, but it's not. It's not true. Um, I think that's also interesting because if you think about those things that are like feminine, like let's talk about like cooking or photography, photography or stuff like that. When you get into like the bigger, um, it's all men. It's exactly. That's what I was going to say. It's all men like chefs, like Chef Ramsey and like all the big name chefs are men. All the fashion photographers are men. All the fashion designers are men. So it's funny how like at a low level, maybe maybe I'm answering my own question because it's all about, you know, white supremacy and like capitalism. But it's all low like to be like, oh, that's feminine. That's don't do that. And then when you get to the big dogs, it's like, wait, all the chefs, all the fashion designers, all the photographers, literally every single thing is actually all men and white men. So like hold up it's not the disconnect here thing yeah it's it's not it's not something's going on here um so i think that that stuff is really interesting because like literally whatever you choose i feel like it's gonna be a white man at the top like it don't matter i feel like it gets painted as a different type of masculinity though like um have you guys watched uh the new she's gotta have it like the way that they portray the way that they portray Greer's masculinity was it was that his name yeah, Greer? Greer he was the photographer musician guy mm-hmm. like the way that they display his masculinity isn't masculinity in the traditional sense either like he he owns it to the point where he's overconfident like to the moon but it's a very kind of like almost hipstery like oh, I know the best wines in town, kind of like fine taste. Like you've really got to know your stuff if you're going to pull it off, kind of like that's how they portrayed him, I feel like. Versus like, um, who was the other character? The guy who had all the money. Oh, I forgot his name. I can just remember Lars. Oh, yeah. Can't remember his name, but yeah. Yeah, he seemed more like, uh, oh, something's broken, I can fix it. Um, <laughs> I make my money. I'm the biggest lawyer. I, I've I've been through you know things yeah i feel like the the interesting thing with masculinity if we're like racializing it is that white men have more space in masculinity like i'll i'll never forget there was this guy that i used to work with and he used to sit with his legs crossed hella crossed behind each other he would sit reading books and he was just like very artsy had one nail painted i pretty sure he even wore eyeliner occasionally yet no one ever questioned his masculinity everyone knew you're literally describing like (laughs) pete davidson harry styles timothy chalamet like that's what's in now but we don't have the equivalent of that black people no one ever questions their masculinity right no one ever they're they're just like oh yeah they're they're cool you know they're fucking bitches low-key they've got that certain thing but the moment like a kid cuddy wears a skirt it's like oh my god oh my god um, and I, I, I just feel like it's kind of weird how white people have more fluidity, um, within gender and it's okay to, to do different things. And black people, it's like, nah, like black men, you have to be cut out like sports, rub some dirt on it, not talk about your feelings 
And if you don't do that, then you're So do you think, like, people who get told, like, you look like you date white people, like, have some type of, like, is that connected to, like, masculinity then? Because, like, what is it that that you get told that? Or is it just, like, the Wario things? I don't know if this question is for me, but I'm going to hop in there. Um, (laughs) I think it's... I think it's a little bit, I think it's both, but I want to say I think it skews more of the racialization of things. But I think it's all tied in together, you know, like, like, though, I think, I don't know, like, I wish I had like the history book and like, I could like quickly off the top of my head, like reference dates and stuff, because, you know, people love for us to come with like, um, full blown facts and stuff. But I feel like, particularly how like masculinity is in this community it's like that's not how it's always been you know like this whole I don't I think I know what you're trying to say like we have like a prince like prince was you know someone who's not traditionally masculine um but I feel like people never really questioned I mean sometimes but like not not as much wait why are you laughing I I have an aside that's kind of okay so you guys know how I like BTS right y'all know in k-pop boys wear makeup they wear jewelry they wear um women's clothes they're really really done up so i was talking to my dad about k-pop and he always rolls his eyes at it he really i don't think he likes the fact that i like k-pop but that's another story so he was talking all this junk about how you know k-pop artists look like women and da 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 so then he showed me um, these artists that he listened to back in the day. He was like, look up Funky Boys and the Fresh Princes. <laughs> Just pulled up this group from the 80s. And these grown ass men got Jerry Juice coils dripping, eyelashes looking all nice, wearing half shirts and I mean, booty look at shorts. I come on and I just I just looked at my dad and I was like so you want to talk about my like for k-pop but these dudes in the 80s were doing the same damn thing this this grown-ass man is wearing short shorts and I can see his dick print and his booty cheeks hanging out and you want to sit here and be like uh k-pop boys those aren't men I'm like come on now listen people see what they want to see you know, yep. but um, Chris, I do want to bring it back to you. Um, <laughs> no, sorry, that wasn't trying to. No, my bad, my bad. To... Sorry, that came off shadier than I wanted. It did, I didn't wasn't trying to be shady at all. Damn, my bad, y'all. I no, I just wanted to hear like who else has told Chris that he uh, looks like he dates white people. Like what? Like you mentioned that girl in high school, but like was high school the first time? Like, cause you don't live. I just want people to know you don't live in Brooklyn anymore. Like you live in the complete opposite of that. So do people tell you that now where you look where you live in a, like a more like white space? Um, well, the sad thing is I moved here during the lockdown, so I would not know. But I feel like I feel like those kinds of ideas probably get less expressed or less thought of. In adulthood, I feel like when we're younger. So the the conversation that happened with the with the girl I was talking about was like college, 
Um, I feel like those conversations happen in high school. I feel like those conversations happen in college, especially when you're in like an area where, again, everybody acts the same. Um, but with how many different outlets everybody has now, and again, everything being a lot more forward thinking, I'm hoping that people still don't think that way or that wouldn't bump okay, up. So Is it that people don't this. think oh, that no. way or people have better filters, so I, they're not going to say it? <laughs> I don't think it's either. I don't think it's either. Okay, so as someone who gets that almost weekly, um, <laughs> I, 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 gotta, I guess that's not my experience. I'm glad that's your experience, but... I went to an all-white high school, so opposite of Chris, and I had, like, obviously a lot of white friends, because that's who the fuck was here, um, so I was just always around white people. I didn't date in high school. I'm a little bit of a late bloomer, um, but no one really said anything about dating in high school, I guess, because they just knew I wasn't going to have options in high school. Maybe that's why. I don't know, um, but then I went to college. I went to a pretty diverse college um, in Jersey, and I don't think anyone said anything to me then but um in college I did date a white person my only ex-boyfriend is white um and then I actually started to get the comments more after that so the first time I think was actually like leaving college and like being more in like the real world and I feel like people just like felt like they could come up to me and say that and a good example is I think Janae was here witnessing this story that I'm about to tell you guys, but when I was working at Vice in Brooklyn, wow, all comes back to Brooklyn, um, I was working at Vice in Brooklyn, um, we were hanging out with my friend Jerry that I just mentioned, and Janae was there, and there was some guy that had just got hired, I think, in, like, the, from, like, the third-party custodial, um, company that they worked with, and he had just got hired, um, and he, just like I guess was like trying to like find the black people at Vice, the very few of us. So he came up to us, and like I think it was had to be the first or second thing this man said to me. But he literally just said like, "You look like you date white men," and this is I don't know this man's name. I don't know anything about him. But this is this has to be the first or second statement, and I'm like looking at him like, "Yo, you don't know me. Like what the fuck? How can you just like say this assumption?" Um, and that was the one that, like, probably annoyed me the most, but I would say, like, I do get it a lot from, like, when it's, like, my friends and family, I know it's a joke, so it's obviously not something that I get mad at, but I feel like it's a lot of, like, people who I would just meet or, like, don't know or, like, we meet off the street or some guy tries to hit on me and he'll be like, oh, you look like you date white people or something like that where it's, like, I don't know you, it's unprovoked, um, So, yeah, I say all that to say, like, I don't know, that's really interesting that you don't get it now, because I feel like um, I get it, like, a lot, and people just, like, don't give a shit. (laughs) Again, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, oh, it's just my limited social interaction, but uh, my bad, Amari. No, you can go, Chris. Oh, no, that was it. I was just saying, (laughs) I think it might just be my limited social interaction. I was also going to say, like, I definitely do think a bit of it is tied to colorism. I do think there is more of an assumption the lighter you are. I was going to say that. <laughs> because you're closer to, white, you're, you're closer to whiteness. Or, or you're closer to white. Um, that, like, people will make that connection quicker. But I think it's interesting, too, though, because I wonder, too, at least with the men that I know that have gotten that comment, um, it's been a lot of, like, dark-skinned men that I've, like, witnessed get that comment to them, too. And I, I, I find that, like... 
I just find all the things so interesting. One thing I'm like low key, not like low key insulted by, but confused by was that like in. So I got the comment mostly from family growing up, which I found was interesting. But then at school, being surrounded by white people, everyone was like, oh, Mario, you're like the whitest black girl I know. But then no one like when we like started getting up that like dating age, like no one was like talking to me like I could date anyone outside of black people, which I'm so confused. If I'm the whitest girl, you know, wouldn't I date white people? But then it was like, oh, there's that black boy. Y'all should help. Y'all Ooh, should link that's up. a good point, Amari. And I'm that's like, a good point. People used to say that, too. Wow. I didn't even put that connection. But that makes no sense. Yeah, I didn't put that. <laughs> that's together. so true. I didn't put that together. Damn. Ah. Um, Chris, I have a question for you. So who would say this to you the most? Would it be women or men? And then would it be black people that would say it to you? Would it be white people that would say it to you? I'm so curious. Black women. Mm-hmm. Okay, do they still... I think we have to dissect Chris's dating history too. And I'm not going to lie. Uh oh, let's go. Yep. Uh, let's oh, no. go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I made this up in my head or if I'm throwing myself under the bus. But I feel like there was one point when Chris and I, like, yeah, you know, we're always hanging out in New York. Chris was my go-to, um, and I feel like I may have said a statement of like, I felt like when I first met him, my first thing was like, oh, I think he dates as I'm a black person on a like like linking up with him that he would only date white women but i think that's coming from the space that it's such a sad state that i just assume nowadays that all black men what do you mean? their first on their list are white women so it doesn't it it's not coming from like anything like any vibes i'm getting off it's just like on a day-to-day basis the most people i'm seeing in couples Inter- are black men and white women are, yes. I, I was i was about to put the lens on ourselves because i know I'm not going to try to do this interview and not uh, call out myself. I do be saying that shit all the time. And I say it with Amari and Janae and all my black women friends. Yeah. But I think Amari sums it up well. (laughs) I, too, am going to call myself on the carpet and say that for black men and black women, if there is a black person who is giving off a certain energy, my knee-jerk reaction is this. Um, because we got to give them the facts now. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course, of course. And I'm, I'm calling myself out. Um, if I see a black man who I don't know, it's just a certain like. Do you see? Oh, sorry, OK, so let me try to explain the ones that I, I say. But I think Amari made a good point. I'm glad you said that because I couldn't really get the words out because. One, as someone who gets it a lot, it does annoy me, but I think it's because, um, one, like Omari said, the color of my skin, maybe the way I talk and the what I'm into or whatever those we had just described with Chris, but I also think it's because I did date a white person, and I know that was the only person I've been public with, um, but, but then again, it's like people don't know my entire dating history, where if you did know my entire dating history, it's actually not mostly white people, it's, it's really people, black people men and people of other races um so i'm just not as public with that so i'm thinking maybe because people like she did date a white person she'll probably just end up with one um chris i know that's not your state but when i see it to black i never think about like when i think about black women who date 
white men or I would say like oh you only date white men it's usually the ones who are like you know their hair is done bad and like they don't have any black friends like that's usually for the black women (laughs) but like for black men when I go on the street honestly I almost automatically assume that they're with white women because that's what I see and it's it's almost Mm -hmm. I, I hate to say this but it's almost rare to see them with black black women and this is just going off of me seeing what I see and it could be here in my parents house in the middle of nowhere and it could also be in Jersey City where I used to live like I see it in New York I see it all the time where automatically I'm just gonna assume that you date white women because that's what I see and I don't want to think that way but you know when you see it every damn day I don't know what else to think so that's just what I'm going off of listening to the Daily Climb podcast, where we explore personal growth, mindset, and productivity strategies to help you pursue your passions. My name is Arielle, and I'm so passionate about helping young adults actually feel excited to wake up in the morning and to create the life of their dreams. So I want you to make sure that you tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for tips and inspiration so that you can climb. I can't wait to see how you grow. I think blackish, not blackish, grownish had an episode about this too, which is wild. So yeah. in that episode, for Chloe, she was at a party and she wasn't getting any attention. And she founds, she finds this nice brother, you know, he's sitting in a corner by himself and goes up to him. And she makes it a point to ask him if she is, he is into black women. And they made the whole episode about black women having to ask this question because nine times out of 10, especially on a college campus, guys are discovering themselves. Like black men are discovering themselves and they want to like figure out all the other, you know, colors of the rainbow that the college offers instead of like just appreciating black women. Like, I think they spent two episodes on it on like, hey, how was that? or why do you guys think this is okay and no other race does that though like i feel like asian people asian women do not have to go up to asian men and say do you date asian women indian people do not have to go up to indian people and say do you date indian people i feel like i only see that in black culture and also in love life um best show ever but i mean the main character was with a white woman and then he was like you know, did this whole thing about, like, oh, my God, I found a cool black woman, and black women didn't like me, and she had asked, like, did you ever date black women? He's like, uh, uh, I meant to, but it's like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and I feel like that's real life, like, and I'm trying to go off the energy, like Janae said, or try to describe the energy of someone, but I feel like, sadly, it's, like, well-educated black men who I don't know if they just think that they can only connect with them or want to be closer to whiteness or more established ones I see, um, maybe not so more when I go to like the hood, I'm not thinking like the nigga that cat called me is only to white women, but you know, it really is like the, the most <laughs> established black men that I'm like, yep, with a white woman. And honestly, 8.5 times out of 10, I'm right. What is the signal I'm giving off? Like, what's the, that's the question. No, no, no. That, that it's not a, the answer. It's not a signal. It's more so like we automatically, I don't want to say assumed. But maybe assume. We automatically assume. Okay, I think assume. assume. I was trying to make us sound more educated, but. 
I th- I think assume it's like when you see an edge uh, an educated black man who speaks properly and carries himself a certain way because you've seen it so often you're like he probably dates white women. Um a lot of the black men that I grew up around who have dated white women, they often say that they tried dating black women, but black women were basically like, "Nah, you seem like you date white women or you seem like a cornball, so I wasn't really into it. So it's this weird thing where it's like us assuming, but people not like approaching us. It's like it's it's a weird thing. Amari, no, I was gonna, gonna say, something. but I feel like they're. I'm a, after we get out this call, I'm a, I'm gonna go look up because I bet you there is a study. Just how they say the more educated a black woman is, the more likely she is to end up single and not find a partner. I mm-hmm. bet you there must Mommy be a study. Googling right now. There must be a study somewhere that goes like the same equivalent of a man. Like the more educated a black man is, is he more likely to have a partner outside of his race? I think that there are serious numbers about that, honestly, because just like you guys are talking about in that episode of Blackish, how in college, black men are like, let me experiment and taste the rainbow. Black women don't have that same opportunity because this is back to me with the the hyper-masculinization of of the black race, right? Black women are in so many spaces, and this sucks, it's terrible, are not regarded as super feminine and attractive and fantastic the same way white women are, say Asian women are. So black women don't always have the ability to go and hoe around with the entire campus because a lot of people, for whatever reason, think that black women are You're a lucky if you're hoeing around with one. Yeah, <laughs> you lucky if you hoe, You lucky if you get the opportunity to hoe around with one because either there's this weird thing where you're you want certain boxes to be checked off because you've spent your entire life on your education and your career and creating all of this space for yourself. So you want certain things, but then the men that have those certain things are dating. Okay. Not looking at you I at found all. But anyway, in stats, because I knew I was gonna get it. Okay. Okay, and we're we're doing Pew research because I know y'all like to tussle with us about stats, but you know we're Go always to Pew. correct. Go to Pew. Okay, it says that black men are twice as likely as black women to intermarry. So I just want to state that because we always fight in dudes, but it's in the stats that you guys date other races. Twice, not one time is more likely, but twice as likely as we do, okay? Let's just say that. And also, black women make up more percentage of the black community, so that don't even make no goddamn sense. And we're more educated, so you got more fucking options. Don't make no sense. But on to the growing educational gap in intermarriage. Uh, intermarriage rises more for those with at least some college experience. Okay, anyway, that that just gave you a little snippet. I'm going to try to find um, more things. But, we will uh, also include this study in the show notes. Oh, yeah. For blacks, intermarriage mm-hmm. has increased most among those with... Sorry, I already said that. Okay, yeah, keep keep going. I'm, I'm <laughs> going this off a whim, but I just wanted to bring those stats that people think we're crazy and people... I, I hate when people try to, like, rebuttal when I say, like, okay, I look at black men and I automatically assume they date white women and then when I look at black women I'm kind of just like oh you know I feel like if I had to guess she probably wants a black partner but can't find one 
And I feel like, again, nine times out of 10, I'm right about that too. Um, but when I see a white, when I see a black woman with a dating outside her race, my initial reaction is, wow, I'm generally happy that this black woman found love. That's my initial reaction. When I see a black man dating outside his race, I'm not going to lie, my first reaction is, damn, couldn't find one of us or something like that. (laughs) I will say, though, I will say to come to the defense of black men, and I know that we have a black man here who dates a lot of black women. Not a lot. (laughs) I I ain't speaking on your history. I try to speak out your history, but I know you primarily date black women. I will say that it is very easy to get caught up in this. It's not even a narrative because as we've seen, there's research behind it and there's so much truth behind it. But there are a lot of black men who like black women and want to date black women out there. And I see it in my hinge matches all the time. I scroll through my hinge matches because I get in this too. I'm like, don't nobody want to date me. Ah. And then I go through my hinge matches and it's all black men. And I'm like, oh, black men do like me. So mm, I'm, I'm going to rebuttal go. that a little bit because that could be colorism. Sorry. Okay. Again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Got the whole. But I'm not I'm not saying they don't. I'm not. I don't want people to be like, Kia doesn't think black men date black women. I, that's, I'm not saying that. I know that's obviously not true. There's a lot of black men that still date black women. I'm just, again, going off what I see and what, um are the trends um but chris you know what you can rebuttal us that's just what what, that's just what we're seeing (laughs) oh yeah chris go for it as a black man who dates talk to us baby what's up baby take me out to dinner (laughs) (laughs) um oh um I lost the energy. Uh, prop me again. <laughs> you prop me again. Wait, Chris, who, what is your dating history look like? Like, you don't have to tell me how many yeah. bitches you, you slay, but, you know, just tell me. <laughs> like, who are you in a relationship with? What are your past dating trends look like? Who do you prefer to date? What race? Damn. Okay, so, obviously, um, I prefer to date black women. Gang, gang. Um, I... I want to say 99. Oh, he put the obviously on it. <laughs> Got it. 99% of everybody I've dated have been black women. Um, the one time I did date outside my race, uh, it was a white girl who scared me. Thank you for breaking that, Amari. Um, and <laughs> Wait, how did she scare you? What she was doing? Some get out. Oh, stuff. God. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh God! Okay, is, so I think that was the one time I really was like, "Is this me?" <laughs> nah, was you gotta you gotta give the deets now. I need to learn to defend myself, man. Um, so <laughs> it's date one. It's date one. We're at a restaurant, and it took her all but like I don't know two point three minutes to be like, you know, I feel like I'm blacker than you. The food didn't come yet, so I was thinking, you know, let me, let me, let me, let me digest that. So this was a first date? This was a first date. And you met her, like, this on was an a app first or something? Date. Yeah, I think we met on, like, um, either Tinder or Hinge. Okay, so we you didn't really have, like, background with her. Didn't have background with her. I just thought, hey, you're cool. I forgot what other things we might have had in common, but that was it. And, like, um, apparently, like, I 
in like it took me a little bit during that date, but I realized like, oh, am I a token? Like, like, <laughs> um, but yeah, she had like all these songs that she was referencing, and she loved this musician and that musician because I didn't know them. Oh, I'm totally blacker than you. Um, okay, that's what, the what hell? it takes. I, like, what? Like, I was just confused, but again. Whatever, it could have been a slip up. Maybe she's nervous, whatever. Tried to like, you know, like, don't think about it. Um, and then I think it took her a few more beats to say, I am the ideal black man to bring to her dad to oh, wow. show her dad that black men aren't bad. So the date didn't take that much longer. Um, very silent for the rest of it. Um, uh, never again. Um, zero out of ten. Would not repeat. I, I will say, Chris, to in defense of you, when I see white women with black men, I don't know if this is defense for you, but I automatically think they're fetishizing them, too. So that's another one of my assumptions where I just never think that white women have good intentions, actually. Uh, maybe some do, and maybe you guys are actually, like, soulmates. Some of them are, but automatically I'm like... Yeah, white women gonna fetishize. Look at Kim Kardashian. I mean, like, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I can't get over this date. She literally <laughs> had the nerve to say, I'm blacker than you because she listens to hip hop. Are you surprised? What, I'm guessing that she pulled up hip hop or R&B. Yes, it was hip hop and R&B. am, okay, maybe surprise is not the right word. But I'm blown out the water that someone doesn't have the home training to even be aware that if I'm thinking these things, they shouldn't leave my mouth. Who's going to give it to her? Yeah, who's going to give it to her? She's clearly not around black people or any. You're right. I, I Honestly, I'm not surprised. Um, but I'm actually really happy that you uh, didn't go on a second date because I feel like a lot of people, surprising as it is, would continue with that. And that would not be a red flag for them. And I think some people are, are okay to be fetishized. I was just going to say, I also got to put my hands up because um, I really don't want to come off as the emo kid with the... Um, so, like, I don't, I don't stand around when racist things happen. It's just that whenever it's the first time that a racist thing happens, like, brain has to process, like, nah, that didn't really happen, right? Like, <laughs> but nah, yeah, no, no, no date number two. No date number two. It happens to all of us, though, honestly. It's when something so ridiculous happens to you, I feel like so often we're so in our head, we're like, oh, I do this. Oh, get me in a room with X, Y, and Z, and I do this. And then stuff like that happens and you're just so shocked in the moment that you don't even know what to say. But you're also tired. Like, I think it's like, okay. Exactly. Like, that's true. I think some, some things, I guess you have to stand up, but sometimes it's like exhausting. And oftentimes you're like the only black person in the room or you had it. Like we have hard days too. It's like, damn. And now I got to fight racism again. It's like, sometimes I just want to like be black and mind my goddamn business. I don't want to like fight for social justice every fucking monday like you know like when that guy when we were at the club and that guy put his hands in my hair Remember? yeah some, you just gotta walk away like yeah, yeah i want to fight you and yeah i don't I, I, but but you don't pay me to lecture you you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. put your hands in my hair whatever i'm never gonna see you again and at the end of the day you're ignorant and i'm still pretty i don't know that's what i gotta say <laughs> 
That's so true. That's so true. I think we were I think we were rifting off of like um dating preferences though. And I think kind of bringing it full circle, the reason why I date black women majorly is that that's who I just feel the most comfortable with. Like going back to high school, like I feel like especially like your high school years are so formative of who you are. All those things that I wanted to experiment with, like, you know, if I made an anime club, who signed up for it? Black women. Um, when I made the guitar club, who signed up for it? Black women. When um, in those STEM and robotics classes, okay, yeah, so there were some other students there too. But the people who came with me, black women. Um, when I was doing film and photography, black women. Like, it's just, there's always just this support of whatever you're going to do and yeah obviously not you know 100 there are some people who are like that's off i'm gone but um a majority of the people who were with me throughout all those things were just that and that's what i see and that's just what i feel at home with you know that's that it, it, like black women make you feel warm you know what i mean like so ah, that was so nice what a nice way to end the, the episode <laughs> <laughs> that was so beautifully said um thank you chris um so chris do you want to stay for our um social responses actually i think you should if that's yeah wait wait before we go into that i am saying this more for myself than anyone else there are so many black men out there like chris Mic drop. Snap, 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 snap. I, I agree, too. I agree, too. And I keep telling myself, listen, we had Tahoe on last episode, and now we have Chris yeah. on. And I and yeah. I, maybe the universe is, is being like, listen, I got y'all soon. It's a palate cleanse. It's okay. a palate cleanse. It's like, maybe it's like get off TikTok, <laughs> where it's, you know, programming people to hate each other, so they flock to the app more. I don't know. But it's a palate cleanse, and there are so many smart, talented, amazing black men out there like Chris's and Tahoe's who are ride or dies and love black women. So, um, okay. So on Twitter, I asked you guys, has anyone ever told you that you look like you date white people with a Zendaya gif that actually did really fucking well? Okay. Someone said yes. Cause I date white people, LOL. (laughs) Um, that, that's great. Um, someone said, no, that would offend me. Yes, however, it wasn't true. I do attract black folks that prefer to date white people, though. Um, and then let's see some of the quote tweets. You guys did a lot. You did 54. I went from people telling me that I would probably marry a white girl because I'm proper to telling me that I'd probably marry a Japanese girl because I love the culture. Funny thing is black men turn on me more than anything. And this was from a black man. Um... Someone else said, nah, I'm a real nigga. Uh, Someone said, reminds me of the one time years ago when this black woman I was interested in dating got so surprised when she asked me if I dated, had dated white women, and I said no. Um, Someone said no, but I've never been wrong when I said it. Um, I can't think of many things worse than have been said this to me. Oh, those are fighting words. I've never once, I've never once heard this in my African-American life. (laughs) No, but some of y'all got that look, to be honest. Damn. I'm going to start saying this to people when they annoy me. (laughs) To brag on myself real quick, 
I've never gotten that before. The The closest thing that I've gotten is I could see you with a white guy, but maybe not. That's like the closest thing that I've gotten. Just gonna. Someone said, yes, and it kind of stings, but whatever, LOL. I always had a distinction between dudes who date women of any race versus dudes who only date white girls. Coons worthy of mocking. Oh, so this is the one. You mad swaggerless if this gets thrown at you. Um, and then I asked what makes them say this to you, and someone said, when you have standards they are unwilling or unable to meet, instead of just saying that they try to deflect to this BS to get under your skin. Someone said, the way I sound, and someone said, they have a narrow understanding of blackness. Um, and yeah, those are your responses on Twitter. Thanks, you guys, for uh, engaging with us. Instagram. I'm not also, I don't want to feed Janae's ego, <laughs> but... When she says she's no one said that to her, I wholeheartedly it, believe bitch. her. <laughs> Feed my ego. I believe it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No judge no judgment to anyone else out there. It's just people can't see me with a I, I mean, I agree. I wouldn't I don't think I would look at you and say that. Apparently it means you have swagger. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> She feeling herself too much. We asked Instagram the same question, and seventy six people said mm-hmm, and then twenty four said never. And then we asked if yes, how has that made you feel? And we got a whole heap of responses. Um, someone said I just laughed because I actually never dated a white guy. Um, someone said makes me feel not black enough. Hella annoyed. Another person said, annoyed, just because I speak a different way doesn't mean I have to date outside my race. Um, people have said it made them feel like they weren't good enough for black people. Um, they felt judged, offended, disrespected. Uh, someone said, that didn't make me feel anyway. People that say that are fucking ignorant. Um, so many more. Let me see the, uh, let's see. A lot. I feel like a lot of people said they were hurt. Um, and just made them feel bad. Um, someone said it, it made me feel like if I were to date a white person, it would be a bad thing. I think, wow, okay, sorry. Can I say something after that? Because um, I'm thinking about like how yeah. it made me feel. And I usually just am like, whatever. People say it to me. People say a lot of things to me. But I think what I'm afraid of is if I do have a white partner, on top of the many other things that comes with that, but that black people would look at me as like, someone who thinks they're better than other black people one i already get that because i'm light-skinned but two add a white partner mm. on top of that i feel like that's another you know thing that people probably look at this light-skinned girl with a white man and be like oh she definitely thinks she's better than us and three i see a lot of um like you know activists that have white partners and people kind of question their like loyalty loyalty to the race and i never understood that because um mm -hmm. you know you can love a white person and be loved by a white person and still love black people and black culture. And I see a lot of people get that um, mm -hmm. thrown at them. And that's just, you know, as someone who's already been through it, it's like, you know, you have all this shit coming from black people. And also, like, I would get stares and stuff. And then you have shit like racism coming from white people. So it's just a lot of things. And then after I broke up with my boyfriend, I kind of was just like, for a while, I was like, I'm never dating white people again. Because it was just so... 
it was like so hard to just be a black woman and then on top add all that from like everyone around you i don't know it was just a lot yeah someone did respond and they said um that it made them internally feel like they were anti-black and not good enough um that's really sad i do think it is it not not situational but some people be they do really actually be anti-black but i feel like the people who are out who, who are they're more out there with <laughs> with their decision making um i do agree but, that some people who date white people do think they're better than other people do, do think they're better than other black people and they yeah. are a little anti-black we see it all the time i just don't want that to be thrown on me because it's like wait i'm not one of those people <laughs> you know and if you know me you would you wouldn't think exactly that. if you know me you would know like I really am what I, like, preach. I'm not doing shit for show or, like, I, that doesn't mean I'm any less black. It's, like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a person, too, and I want love. And if that co- love comes from someone that happens not to be black, shit, I'm going to hop on that, okay? Love is rare. <laughs> I, yeah, but I really just have to – I have to share this one last one because it took me out. They said, not any particular way. They're not wrong. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. But they had like a they had a street oh, like a, those like the emoji with the street uh, like lines and then the line for a mouth. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll share more of these. Why we'll reshare the answers on social because they are very um, interesting. Um, I will say, I never said you look like you date white women to anyone to their face or in person, which maybe that's, that I don't know how, how you want to take that. But because people say it to me, I try to be like, I try to catch myself when I think that and be like, okay, let's, let's dial it back here. And two, I'm just not ignorant. I would never say that to your face <laughs> and like ruin your day or some shit. But you know. I also have never said that to someone. I think, I don't know if this is the equivalent, but I have asked, um, to black men? Do you date white women? I'm I'm scared. I'm scared of the answer because I feel like if you say yes, I'm never gonna look at you the same. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I I have asked, but it's not like I drop it on someone like an anvil. It's like we're talking about our preferences, our taste, what we like, what we don't like, and then I'll find a way to what do they say? Slide that into the conversation. Um, but most of the black men that I've gone on dates with have dated mostly black women. They say that they date mostly black women. They've gone on a date or two with a, a white woman. Okay, before, that's a good answer. They mostly date black women. <laughs> yeah, um, and and I do think that maybe we should wrap up the episode, or I'll conclude with my thoughts of saying that generally love is love. None of this shit should matter, and it sucks that it does matter. I feel like Amari has that's some it. rebuttal words, but maybe not. <laughs> And I will also call us all to the carpet by saying that we all have dated outside. Not of our me, race, though. Right? I'm so kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, okay, yeah. All right, Kia. I know you just <laughs> spent an episode talking about it, but does dating count as you know? a date? Like, I kind of want to keep the record clean. <laughs> it was more like a meeting. We can we can discount that yeah. person. That was a that yeah, was a fluke. Slipped through the cracks. Yeah. But the other thing I'll the the only other thing I was gonna say though is that like it just really sucks and like vibing off of what Kia was saying, it just really sucks that people tie your dating preferences to your character. 
like I get it when there's that and this was like a whole discourse on the internet a while ago especially if you guys like know who King Long I'm not even going to say his name um, but like there are certain people that you ask them like hey so why are you dating the person that you're dating and they'll list things that they don't like about so and so race and those guys completely tied to their character they are anti-black but like people who are just dating because that's how that's the person that they found and that's the person that they accept it shouldn't tie to that like um i think as far as i'm willing to go with like oh man this person's dating this person is like almost like the celebrity draft if you guys remember like how upset black twitter was when we lost serena when we lost serena lol like ah damn it's like it's like it's like a basketball draft. Oh man, she's for the other team now. Okay, it's cool. But we still love Serena. Like she's she's no less black than she was before. She is still an ace athlete and nobody's talking to her in tennis. Like nothing changed. I think that should kind of just be the way it is instead of like saying, Oh no, she's, she's I'm glad no you brought longer. up Serena. Because I, I think, yeah, it's like Serena is no, like, she's still someone who's done so many things for black culture. And I feel like Serena is a good example of a black woman who has dated black men. She wasn't she tied to Drake and other people and common, I think common, I don't know. But um, she, I feel like if you ask Serena, she probably thought her life was going to be with a black man or wanted to date black men. And then it just happened to be that she found this person that was white and that loved her unconditionally. And that's who she you know, spend her life with. And I, th I think that's okay. And I don't question anyone's blackness who does that. It gets into question when I'm like, when, like you said, it, you start to listen, well, you know, my white girlfriend, not ghetto and she don't eat fried chicken or whatever dumb shit they'd be saying. But like, that's really what it is. Mm. Well, thanks, Chris. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. Okay. Thank you thanks for, for having me. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. You can talk to us on social media at sufficientlyblk, email us at sufficientlyblackpodcast at gmail.com with any questions or feedback. You can listen to us anywhere you get podcasts and don't forget to follow us so you don't miss out on any new episodes. Until next time. Bye. 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 Why did you say it like that, you fucking weirdo? Because um, okay. I was like, I'm trying to hit the unmute button. It didn't work. I was freaking.